Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast where I share my journey writing my first novel. I am a small business owner and entrepreneur living on the coast of Maine with my cat and my husband. I wanted to welcome all of my new listeners for joining the podcast. It's a cozy little group. Um, I only have authentic things to share um, that mostly just apply to me and may or may not apply to others on this writing journey of mine. I have always wanted to be a writer and always I was one of those kids where I wanted to write a novel before I was like 17. I'd be published like Christopher Paolini, but that didn't happen. But quarantine gave me this interesting opportunity while my business was stopped to spend some time on my novel. So here here we are on this journey together. I wouldn't have had really like the creative headspace and the time to start back up on this journey that I have been working on. Really, I've been working on this one novel for more than 10 years. And quarantine just gave me this opportunity to really realize that I don't really have creative time in my head for my book unless I've got like hours to spare where I can just sit down and think about where I want my novel to go and just map things out and start writing because that's that's what my writing journey needed and that was really the only way to kickstart what is going on here. Late last year I tried to re um to really circle back around to my book which I hadn't been working on and it was somewhat successful but just not nearly as successful as I am currently. And starting this podcast has been really helpful in that it's keeping me accountable. And now that I'm on this journey, there's really no turning back for me. I officially consider myself a, a, a to-be author. Whether or not my book is published traditionally or if I self-publish, it's getting done. And I never had that confidence before. So today I just wanted to kind of give you a brief outline and a brief update on where I'm at with my own personal journey in this. And I know some of you are new and some of the older podcast episodes are pretty bad. And I I was talking pretty quietly just because I was walking all the way down to where there are houses. And, you know, I don't want people getting mad at me or hearing me really recording this podcast because... It's a small town, and it's a tiny road that I live on. It's very local. Um, And right now, there's just, like, a lot of people out because it's warm and it's summer. So I've considered deleting some of the early episodes just to encourage people to get past those. Uh, Hopefully that these are better episodes, and hopefully you enjoy them. So thanks again for joining me. For those of you who aren't familiar with what I'm working on, it's a dystopian science fiction novel that it's several hundred years from now. And we've kind of manipulated the human genome 
not entirely on purpose and it's kind of gotten out of control to the point where now we have two different lines of human which one of them is not human technically and they are called transitus and these people are usually very oppressed in the human communities and they don't really acknowledge it or realize it fully because they're all very young and they end up transitioning in their teenage years um, when they hit you know between 15 years old to 19 somewhere in that range it's almost like puberty where they inevitably develop aquatic lungs and they transition they go into the ocean where they are never seen again (laughs) and I don't really discuss like where they go or like why we don't see them and that may or may not be something I ever answer but I will say that the following books after this you know starter book which is really a standalone the following books are hundreds of years later sorry no thousands of years later so cool like evolution stuff And it's a completely different society that these people are living in. So it's just something really fun. And the concept started with that original idea. For some reason, a long time ago, I decided that I wanted to write a prequel before I wrote the actual books that I wanted to write. And, well, to be honest, I did actually write a book. And it was about 75 pages of just, like, crap and it had no like no real plot line it wasn't a, it wasn't good i didn't know what i was doing and i haven't really figured out plot yet but i've learned so much in my journey over the past couple months that i feel a lot more confident in my writing abilities and just being able to put something together currently i have 200 pages just about It's um, 62,000 words, and I just had a writing marathon this weekend, and it was a lot of fun to be able to just sit down and write and work on these final scenes that I have been dying to write for the longest time. I just never allowed myself to actually sit down and write them until I got to that point. And now I'm here and now I'm writing them and now I just can't stop writing because it's like reading a good book right now where I just, I just don't want to stop. I want to finish it. And if you've been listening to any of my other episodes, you'll know that I, I've sort of been losing my creative streak just because work has started back up and, you know, I'm operating my business pretty much alone. Um, I do have help from my part-time booker, which they have been amazing, but it's still, it's a lot of work on my shoulders right now, and I need a lot of time to think creatively, which I don't have currently. Currently, I just have, like, a lot of time on the weekends, and then a little bit of time every morning. So I spend my mornings when my brain is fresh, working on my novel, And I'll write between 200 to 1,000 words every morning. Sometimes I miss a morning, sometimes I don't. For the most part, I've been writing consistently for the past three and a half months, which in reality 
that's like barely any time. So I'm like really astounded that I'm already at the ending of my book. Granted, it is something that I am calling draft zero because I'm not super proud of it. I know that it needs a lot of work. I just got mobbed by a mosquito. So I'm, t- I'm calling this draft a draft zero and I'm almost done with draft zero and I am lacking the creative juice to really feel good about my writing, but I'm feeling good enough to just get it done, get words down, get the, get the rough bones in place. And then my first draft will be the more solidified bones instead of a infant with a bunch of wobbly cartilage. It'll be maybe a toddler with real bones. Strange analogy, but there you go. I'm excited to shift from one phase to the other. I'm really, really excited to just be in this moment and be somewhere where I have never been before in my entire writing life. I only write, you know, short things in my business world and... I've never finished an actual novel. I have never written 60,000 words of anything before. Yes, I've written more than 60,000 words in my entire life, but on one thing, that has never happened. This is a very exciting time in my life, and I'm really excited to be sharing this part of the journey because because of the fact that it's not somewhere that I've ever been before, and perhaps it's something that's also new to you. And so the next steps of this journey are going to be completely foreign and completely new, and I'm going to learn things, and I'm going to fail, and I'm going to hate everything, (laughs) or maybe not. And hopefully in let's say maybe three more months or six months, I could have a first draft, a real first draft, something that I can be proud of, something that will not take a million years to edit into something solid, into a a final draft. So I wanted to let you all know where I'm at, how close I'm getting, and my plans for the next steps. When I finish this draft, this zero draft in the next day or so, I'm going to send it to my mother-in-law and we're going to build a game plan together. Something that I've always struggled with is structure and bones of a novel. We don't want no baby bones. We want real bones. We want adult bones that are fully formed and not scoliosis like me. So when I send this over to her, I'm really not looking for any sort of positive feedback or advice. My thoughts on that might change, but for now, I really don't want to feel encouraged because this is why I'm calling it draft zero, because I don't feel good about it currently and... I just want to set myself up for that expectation of having to change the entire thing if I need to, having to delete every single word and not repurpose any of it 
in a certain way that will make it much stronger. And maybe my thoughts on, you know, having real encouragement, having some positive feedback will change. And I know that's part of the process. Like somebody's supposed, if somebody's reviewing your work, they're supposed to start with the good and then they go to the bad. For me, I know what some of the bad is and I know that it's bad. I know that I'm a good writer. I know that I, I can write if I want to write well, but I, and I know that Structure is not my strong suit, and that is where I want to focus my attention. So when I send this over, I will be looking for some general feedback on next steps with my mother-in-law, because writing a novel is not something you do alone. Not if you're somebody like me who works. (laughs) You know, like, if you don't have the creative headspace to do all of this structuring on your own, to do all of this, you know, critical thinking for the structure of your uh, novel, you're going to need help. And this is where I've always focused my podcast episodes and kind of where I started in the beginning too. When I started all of this, my mother-in-law sent me some information. She sent me some resources and one of them was the Story Grid podcast. And that's something that really resonated with me because it was so helpful in terms of structuring a novel. And I learned a lot and I, I feel like I've been able to apply those concepts to my writing. There comes a point where I can't like overthink it too much because again, I don't have the creative headspace to just sit down and map that out. I'm doing that with my next books and I'm really excited about that whole process, just like doing it a bit differently. But for the most part, I'm going to need help. So we're going to discuss next steps. We're going to sit down, see just how bad this draft zero is and go from there. Regardless, I'm super excited. Just the fact that I'm talking about the next few days, I'm going to finally have something, something to show, something to show the world, even if it's crap, like I don't care. And I know these ending scenes are definitely, they need work. And the structure of, you know, the impactful ending that I've been planning for so long is there. But there are things that just don't quite connect for me. And I don't know if it's because I'm just too close to it or if it really just doesn't connect at all. But there are going to be just these character connections that need to be made and need to be fine-tuned. It doesn't help that I've been reading these really great books and also I started the show called Black Sails with my husband recently. I don't know if any of you have seen this show. It's on Hulu, which we finally joined that bandwagon because we were just Netflix for a long time, but we were getting bored with Netflix. So we joined Hulu. But Black Sails is very Games of Thrones-ish, which in previous episodes I've mentioned that I, I'm not a huge fan of that format of just all of the different like various plot lines. But I think Game of Thrones does it well. And I think Black Sails, as I'm watching it, they do it very well. Their dialogue is spot on. 
amazing. Like I just get so excited about some of the dialogue that I want to write it down. The character development, it's part of the structuring of your novel, character development, and it's what makes a book so good. And I know I'm talking about a show, which is not a book format, but it still applies. And it's just something that I need to work on and something that is always in the back of my mind when I'm watching these shows and when I'm writing my book hoping that I can make those character connections real and as visceral as some of these Black Sales episodes. Man, they are so strong. And I know I just talked about Avatar and how much I love their character development. I guess I just really, I just really love character development and I really love the villain complex Okay, I'm definitely repeating myself now, so hopefully I haven't lost any of my listeners who have already heard all this stuff. But it rings true still, and it's been on my mind, and it's just something that, you know, needs to be worked on constantly in your novel. So clearly those are some things that I have struggled with and just internally contemplated over the course of this journey And it's just crazy to think that it's only been three and a half months. Just the fact that I wrote an entire zero draft. Granted, I did have about 35,000 words already. So I guess it took me three and a half months to do just over that amount or just about that amount in this amount of time. But I also did kind of redo a lot of those words and a lot of those scenes. And I did a lot of cutting. So I think I actually have written over the course of the three and a half months, probably much closer to 70 or 80,000 words, which is an amazing accomplishment. Like having never done this before, having never like committed myself to a daily ritual of writing is just, I, I'm patting myself on the back right now because it's really, it's just, it feels so good. And I hope that you all, you know, who are, whoever is listening out there, I hope you get to that point and I hope you pat yourself on the back because that's amazing. Even if, even if it's pure crap, even if, you know, you don't feel too confident in it, you have to trust this mysterious second draft magic that I keep hearing about you just have to trust that and you just have to congratulate yourself for getting this far because I think most writers don't get that far it's taken me well I'm 28 and I have been writing since as long as I can remember since I was like eight or whatever journaling since I was eight and writing little stories in my journals since that time. And it takes time to like really commit yourself to this sort of craft. And it's an amazing thing once you make that switch. And I had never made that real switch. Even with my mother-in-law being a writer, being in the publishing industry, with all of her knowledge, it took me having to sit down with myself, with no work, during a pandemic to really 
reflect on what writing means to me and what that career might look like. And then committing myself to that path and finally becoming a writer. Finally, finally just committing. And I'm just blown away by how that shift was made. How, how different I feel now about writing than I did before all of this started. I definitely encourage you all, if you haven't listened to my StoryGrid podcast episode, I don't necessarily recommend listening to it because maybe it's boring, but I do recommend checking out the StoryGrid if you also struggle with things like character development and mainly structuring your novel and plotting because it really gives you a grid, the bones for a really great novel. And they just have really great advice as well. Now, as I make my transition to beginning this new process of editing and learning the ropes of just the editing process, as I, as I make this transition, I'm probably going to take a break from my novel until I can really sit down and take a deep look at it with some help. What I'm going to do with my morning writing time instead is work on my other books, which if you haven't heard in previous episodes, I plan to map out about six books before even writing them, kind of inspired by the way that J.K. Rowling wrote Harry Potter So I'm probably going to work on that quite a bit and see where that goes. But also just knowing my weaknesses with story structure, I worry because I'm I'm already maybe three quarters of the way through the first book, just mapping out general ideas, just general plot point ideas. I am starting to lose my confidence in that structure already, and I'm not even actually writing it, so I'm almost wondering if it's something where it's just too much of a weakness and I just have to write it to really feel good about it and then just fix everything later. I don't know. I think at the very least I can stitch six books together in a way that works enough and then maybe even hash out those those storylines before I start writing with an editor. I think that would be pretty cool. Speaking of editors, I've also been thinking about agents. And there is an episode in the StoryGrid podcast about editors and agents and the whole industry. And it's very informative. Um... Being a talent agent myself is very interesting for me because I know nothing about, you know, the writing industry kind of ins and outs and the agencies and and the publishing. So it's interesting being an agent, but also like having no idea of where to start. And it's definitely something that I'm interested in. It's something that I think what I would do if I go get an agent, is to finish my first draft. So after draft zero, I'm going to line up the bones a little bit better, going to fix it up, do some tweaks here and there, make it a sturdy structure, 
And if my first draft is good enough to present to anyone, that's when I would begin that process, I think. I'm not entirely sure yet, but I am also excited to share that aspect of my journey and whether or not I go that route. And it's something that I can, I will definitely be talking about in future podcast episodes. And I really just hope that I can find somebody who has those big connections, who's excited about my writing. I think the story is good enough. My only question has ever been, am I good enough, not a good enough writer, but am I good enough to put this together in a way that compels people? And that is going to be the true question because that is my weakness. And this is my journey, trying to overcome that weakness, trying to figure it out. I'm going to end this episode on that note, but please subscribe to my updates list. I have a little URL in the podcast episode description where you can add your email and I will let you know when my final draft is ready to read, ready for purchase, and I'll talk to you next time.